After searching for the island for some days, the wise one had called us to his chambers to shed more light on our path. He had called us to another island of sorts, the place where all our adventures began years ago. The swath of vivid greens and deep browns nestled between manicured lawns and all types of noisy traffic. His kingdom. So close to home, surrounded by the rushing, throbbing sounds of our life and times, so the story goes. We were curious to see how we would come to begin yet another journey in the Wise One's court. As we strode the path in, we talked of our other visits here, mapping the land, meeting the energies and entities present in the Wise One's kingdom. Our steps grew a bit more hurried. We couldn't wait to get back to the office and get started with this new adventure. We were stopped short, though, by a downed tree in our path, blocking our usual route in. The easterly road was foreign to us, but it seemed to be the only way to enter the kingdom, so we proceeded with caution. As we stepped through the gates, we smiled. Even on a strange path, this place felt like home. We spotted precious stones and herbs, beautiful members of the wise one's court, with their eyes shining and skin glistening, surrounding us. And someone new, a guardian of the guardians, it seemed, a friend to all in the kingdom, even those black-capped, yellow-headed jerks, and our usher back to the fold, Nadiella, with her dark eyes and warm energy that welcomed us in. We inquired about the history of the land, who laid claim to it, and how it came to be. While we saw it as the wise ones, there is always more at play than meets the eye, especially when it comes to death and taxes. When we shared our story of discovering art and magic there, Nadiella's eyes sparkled. It was clear she wasn't new. Our paths just hadn't crossed before. She was well aware of the magical secrets hidden here. We promised our new friend we'd meet again, before stepping out into the sunshine. We walked slowly past a group of men with long beards, searching the ground, heads bowed, brows wrinkled with concentration. Not unlike the men I noticed wandering the grounds of our first portal in Chapter 1. Perhaps there was a connection there. To our right, the King's Royal Guard kept watch, giving us little more than a squint and a nod. Clearly, we were still known here after all this time, and the Stoic guards were no greater a fan of our antics. As we crossed the drawbridge, it was as if one of the wizard's beloved magnets had slid into place, pulling us along. We set our course for the wise one. His call sounded softer than usual, beleaguered in some way. We hurried on. As we approached his court, the wise one's willowy figure was easy to spot, bathed in a patch of soft summer sun. But the glare was too bright. Unlike on our previous visits, when he'd sported just small cuts and bruises from his adventures, the wise one was now badly hurt. Gray skin and bark peeled away, revealing scarred white underneath. He was in bad shape. We assembled our space quietly, laying out our cards and preparing to record. The wizard rigged up one of his romantic engineering machines and tilted the mic in the wise one's direction. First out was Obsidian, the deep black stone of protection and grounding. 
Formed by cooling lava, it encapsulates the intense explosive energy of the volcano. This place is safe. We are protected. We'd spent the week ensuring that with crafting talisman, so clearly we were on the right track there. Next came Zerlevisa, the trailblazer sigil, closely resembling railroad tracks. She taps into the adventurous nature of Sagittarius and the mystical moon in tarot. Perhaps our journey wouldn't be so clear-cut after all. As I turned the third card, there I met Firamar again, the steadfast pine tree that had shown up in our last adventure, pointing us to the wise one in the first place. He would be part of our next journey as well. The tarot whispered to us of new opportunities in the Ace of Serpents, sacrifice from the hanged man, and the strength card, reminding us that we already have everything we need to succeed within ourselves. I took out the wizard's homemade geomancy roller, using my palms to roll it back and forth as I thought about the path ahead. I tossed the wooden roller down, and it locked into place on 2112. Silver, black, black, silver. Active water and air. Sound, emotion, ebb and flow, filling all the empty spaces. The figure of Conjunctio, the crossroads. The reading would end there, too, with Conjunctio as the judge and Populus the sentence. We would find people here, helpers, perhaps, or friends. Maybe Nadiella. A flow of inspiration and creativity, to be sure. But first, we would have to navigate the crossroads. As I slid the roller back into my pack, I puzzled through the reading. A protected space, perhaps his kingdom, blazing new trails, new opportunities, sacrifice, and inner strength. A wise one who seemed ill and ready to leave us. My searching gaze fell on the wizard mashing buttons and sorting cords. We would have our answers. It was time for us to hear the wise one's voice. The wizard's machine whirred to life, and his deep drone shook us to our core. Even in the wise one's weakened state, he was adamant, a proper sage. We recorded his message to share with all of you. Maybe you could help us discover what lies in store on our next journey. Close your eyes and listen for clues with us. Send us anything you think might be helpful. Our mailbox is always open.